invented the monsters. Amen. I love you. Amen. All right. Amen. Amen. All that talk, I can't wait to hear myself. Amen. All right. Amen. I appreciate you being here. Let's take our Bibles tonight. There's somebody preaching behind me, right, dear brother? Luke chapter number 7 in the Word of God tonight. And uh, I certainly appreciate you allowing me to be here. And thank you, church, for the good meeting. And boy, don't you appreciate a place where you can just feel the touch of God. Amen. Amen. I appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the Lord. Amen. He mentioned we're all on the same team. Amen. About the first uh, 15 years, I was a Long Ranger. And I, by myself, and and uh, it didn't have to do much for me not to want to be around somebody, but I found out we need each other. We need each other. Amen. Appreciate these folks, Love Valley, coming down. Appreciate you, preacher. Amen. Appreciate the preeminence on preaching around here. Amen. We'll sing a while, but we'll have some preaching for us over with. Ain't that a blessing? Amen. You love your preacher and get behind him. I was looking at all these young ones running around in the choir and all these folks. We brought a bus load down, and, and uh, most of these young ones that we brought down tonight, these folks stayed with me down through the years when, uh, give me the benefit of the doubt, and uh, when it didn't look like I deserved it, and it showed up in their young ones. And, uh, so you, I appreciate you, preacher. I love him. Amen. I appreciate it. Appreciate this place. We've been down here a time or two, and every time I've come, the Lord's helped me. And uh, you've been doing this long enough to know we can't do it without the Lord. Amen. You can't, you can't manufacture, I've heard Brother Rain say that down through the years, you can't manufacture the presence of God. It's got to be manifested. Just, just, the, just the mercy of God that God would have anything to do with folks like us. Amen. 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 All right. I'm glad God saves old sinners. Amen. Amen. It's good to be on the Lord's side. Amen. I'm about, I'm about, I feel real good. Amen. I've been sick all week, but praise God, I'm going to come down here tomorrow night too. Amen. Amen. All right, Luke chapter number seven, and I do pray that the Lord will help us tonight, and I need help. I come down here to get help. Don't be no spectator. Don't look around. Just get in on it. Just get in the Lord's very faithful, and I appreciate appreciate the Lord. Amen. It's week. I've been saved 25 years. And, uh, amen. Amen. 25 years ago this week, I walked into church, lost hair down my back, and thought I knew everything, and uh, didn't go there to get saved. I went there to get some folks off my back. Probably somebody in here like that tonight. Somebody invited you, and I went in there, and first time, I guess, in my life, I ever been under Holy Ghost conviction. I realized I was going to hell and there wasn't nothing I could do about it. And God saved me that night. I walked in the house. I walked in the house that night and told my wife she had never been in church a day in her life. And I said, I said, honey, I got saved tonight. And she looked at me, turned around, looked at me and said, what'd you get saved from? Didn't have no idea. Till about six weeks later and she got born again. The reason I know that salvation is not just in repeating a prayer because I had her repeat everything I could find in that Bible. I thought she was a reprobate. We went every night before we'd go to bed. I'd lead her through something. i say, you feel like you're saved? And she said, no. I said, I don't know that you're going to get it. And the fact is, she wouldn't have got it. Amen. But God, the Lord went where she was. Amen. 
It's been the best thing that's ever happened to me, friend. The best thing. I failed him a few times, but he ain't never failed me. Amen. I guess I'm talking to some folks. He's been, this last year or two has probably been harder on most of us than any other year we've been in the ministry. And I'm sure some of you feel that way. But you know God's been faithful. Uh, Brother Morgan, I've been preaching that the Lord's faithful for many, many years. But the last year or two, he's showed me. He's showed me. Amen. You'll never know just how faithful he is till you go through some valleys. I was preaching yesterday morning on how David found God in his valley. Amen. First three or four verses, he's talking about him. Amen. He leadeth me. He this. He, then he got saying, thou art with me. Somewhere along that dark valley, God showed up. Amen. Makes all the difference in the world. Amen. All right. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke chapter number seven. Let's begin reading. Let's just read verse number 16 and uh, verse number 17. Luke chapter 7, verse number 16, the Bible says, And there came a fear on all, and they glorified God, saying that a great prophet is risen up among us, and that God had visited his people. And this rumor of him went, through, went forth throughout all Judea and throughout all the region round about. Let's ask God to help us tonight, and let's pray together. Let's all pray. And Brother Michael Lindsay, you pray and ask the Lord to help us. We sure do. We sure do. Help us. Help us. God, we need you touched. His holy name. Amen. Amen. You be seated. If the Lord will help us tonight, I want to try to preach from these verses. This chapter, I think, is very rich. We've got several spiritual truths that I want to uh, try to bring out out of these two verses. You know, this, this chapter here shows, I believe, the effects, and we'll preach from the whole chapter, and I won't be long, but uh, shows the results or the effects or the outcome of what happens when the Lord visits his people, when the Lord shows up in the life of an individual. You know, I've never met anybody that stayed the same when they come in contact with the God of his Bible. Amen. You will leave different when you get in his presence. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want you to notice, I mean, it may be conviction. It may, you may not get saved, but you'll get something if you get in his presence. Amen. I want to try to preach it. The Lord will help me out of verse number 16 where it said God had visited his people and preach on a divine visitation from God. A divine visitation from the Lord. You know, every place in the scripture he ever showed up, he made a difference. In Exodus chapter number three, the Bible said that he visited Israel and brought them out of Egyptian bondage. Now, I don't know about you, but he showed up in my life a time or two. Insurance on this. Amen. Called me to preach on the week that I got saved. Hallelujah. All right. But you know, in uh, Romans chapter number one, Ruth chapter number one. 
be all right if I just hold this. He act like he didn't care what I done with as long as I just preach. Amen. In Ruth chapter number one, you know the Lord showed up there in Bethlehem, Judah. And when he did, he gave them bread. I, I can go through the whole scripture. And that was going to be what I done tonight. But uh, everywhere he showed up, he changed folks. You cannot be in the presence of a thrice holy God and him not do something to change you forever. It cannot happen. You just can't do it. Every time, listen to me, friend. I was thinking on the way down here, we was talking, and uh, the fact that he came to our meeting. You know what happened the week he came? God showed up. Amen. A divine presentation of the Holy Ghost power, and it works every time. Amen. Amen. It, it may be a backslider comes, a backslider comes home. It might be somebody gets saved. It might be somebody gets healed. But you can't be in his presence and God not do something. Now, I want you to notice some things if the Lord will help me. Uh, I want you to notice when the Lord does show up, and I'll be back and we'll preach in this text in just a minute. But when he does show up, he shows up in power. He shows up in power. He's always doing something. Amen. He showed up in Solomon's life and give him wisdom. Amen. He showed up in the woman with the issue of blood and give her a healing. Amen. You mark it down, study your Bible. No matter where you go, wherever he showed up, he done something. He done something to change them forever. He shows up in power, and I appreciate that. If he wasn't walking on water, he was calming storms. If he wasn't getting a cripple up, he was raising the dead. Amen. Amen. It don't matter where you go. Every time you get in his presence, he's doing something. Amen. He shows up in power. Let me say this. He shows up in person. And I appreciate that. Amen. I'm glad he don't send Michael the archangel. Amen. Or Gabriel. What I need tonight, an angel can't help me. Amen. Amen. What a, I'm glad he shows up in person. But then he shows up, you know, when he shows up, he shows up in pleasure. He shows up because he wants to. Amen. Did you know he wants to meet with us tonight more than we want to meet with him? He wants to meet with him. He meets with us on purpose. Amen. He means to. Amen. The night I got saved, I didn't just walk in and happenstance just run by and the happened to be where God was. No, he meant to save me that day. He meant to save me that day. He meant to save you, friend. You didn't get saved by chance. You didn't get saved because your name is somebody or your genealogy. You got saved because he showed up in person on purpose. That's what happened to you. Amen. I believe I'm right about that. Amen. He shows up on purpose. He's got a divine purpose in mind. And when we get to this text, he shows up. He shows up on purpose to do a few things, and I want to give them to you, and I'll sit down. But I want you to notice in Luke chapter number 7 and verses 1 through 10, when the Lord shows up, he, he shows up, and he, what he does in verse number 1 through 10, he strengthens this disabled servant. Now, I want you to look at me just a minute, but when uh, here's a servant that's that's uh, trying to be faithful to his master. He's trying to be, he's in the field, he's busy in the Lord's, in the master's work, but somewhere along the way, this man has fell sick. Now, that word sick, if you look at it and study it, it means to be wounded or to be, uh, uh, to have something physically wrong with you. So here's a man that's been wounded in the work of the Lord. And I don't know, listen, we've got a lot of modern day preachers that, that claims that serving God is easy, but, but if, you, if you're serving the master, you're going to get hurt every now and again. 
And I'm sad to say, but you're going to get hurt by people that love you and that you love. Hey, we're in a battle, friend. There's going to be some folks get hurt. But here's a man that's in the battle. He's, he's trying his best to please the Lord, to please the master, but he's got hurt. And you and I both have done that. If you're a Christian tonight and you're doing anything for God, somebody's hurt your feelings. Amen. And I pastor about three or four hundred and, and I'm constantly trying to help people that's, that's been hurt by somebody or some, something. But you know I can't do nothing for them like just them walking into a service and, and God show up in power and on purpose. Five minutes in an old-fashioned Holy Ghost service and you'll get over, amen? You'll get over. Here's this man, he's hurt. He says, Lord, you don't even have to go back and touch him. You don't have to go back where he's at. You can just speak the word. And I thought he sent him a word. And I thought that's what I got sitting right over there a while ago. Just a word from God. Amen. Listen to me, friend. We... We're living in a day, I, I, I guess I met with three or four different folks last week. Just hurt. Just hurt by somebody. Something's going on that caused hurt and pain in their life. And I don't know about you, but there's been some people I love hurt me. Yes, Amen. That don't make me no sissy. That makes me real, friend. There's been somebody hurt you if you're a pastor in a church. Amen. Amen. There's two or three hundred that, that can hurt your preacher. Amen. There's only one of him. You claim he hurt your feelings. Well, there's two or three hundred of the rest of them that can hurt his feelings. But he don't quit. And I'm going to tell you what keeps men of God in the battle. It's coming to church and God making a divine visit. Amen. I walked in there Sunday morning. Man, the weight, the weight and the burdens of, being, of the ministry on me. Walked in there and I'm telling you God showed up. And it wasn't about five minutes in the presence of a thrice holy God. He took away what was hurting me. And he'll take away what's hurting you too, friend. Amen. I can't really see me getting much further. Amen. This man's, this man's moral. This man's not a rebel. This man's not, he's not, he's not a Jonah running from God. He's, in, he's doing the work of his master and he got hurt. Amen, the Lord sent him a word. Do you know that's the same word that Lazarus got when he said come forth? That's the same word that in our text here that that, that widow woman's son got up from. Amen, that's the same word, friend, that you get. No wonder we're doing good tonight. We get a word from the Lord. Amen. But he strengthens this disabled servant. And I, I don't know about you, but there's been times when I've come in the house of God dragging, amen, making my problems worse. Only to have God on purpose, on purpose. I mean on purpose. Somebody like me, amen. I'm going to tell you what's wrong with some of you. He showed up in your life somewhere along the way. Amen. No, nothing, like, nothing like having a divine visitation from the Lord. He strengthens disabled servants. He'll help you. What's got me through, what's got me through some of the hardest times I've ever been through in the ministry is just a meeting with God. It still works, friend. It still works. Amen. Amen. There's a whole lot I could say. But he strengthens disabled servants. And I want you to know, and I've walked in church before. Have you ever defeated? I mean, walked in down, walked in, and I thought, boy, this may be the time that I, that I turn my resignation in, maybe the time that I quit. And all of a sudden, sometime between the time we start and the time we leave, we got an unforeseen visitor just walk in. I'm talking about the Holy Ghost. Amen. You look like you've been in a service or two down through the years. Nothing, nothing will, will strengthen a disabled servant 
just like a divine visitation from the Lord. And not only that, but he soothes a desperate mother. Now, I want you to notice this, but there's two groups here in, in verses, down about verse number 14, 13. There's two groups. One's with Christ. They're going into town. There's another group headed out of town. They're with this mother. One group's with the master. One group's with this mother. Now, notice this. One is with the master and the other's with misery. Now, here's a woman. She's already been to the funeral home one time. She's already been to the grave. The Bible calls her a widow. She's already buried her husband. And I can see it. I looked at it. I was thinking today, I see this boy. Uh, he's holding his mama's hand. They're standing there burying their daddy. But on this day, now she's burying her son. Now she ain't got nobody to go back home with her, friend. Amen. You're talking about a burden, but that's a burden, friend. She's buried her baby. Now she's, she's buried her husband. Now she's buried her baby. And I, I don't know about you, but I get in that white area of my Bible sometimes, just kind of look around in there, and I wonder how that must have been. And, and, and she's here, and she's by that casket, and, there, and she must feel like her, her world is over. I mean, she must feel like that it's, I'll never get through this. But then I like what the Bible said. He saw her. The Bible said when the Lord saw her weeping. You know, she wasn't even looking for him, friend. She wasn't even looking for him, but he was looking for her. Amen. A divine visitation from God's what she got. Hey, let me say something, Mother. You better pray one more time. You better cry one more time. Amen. This shows us tonight there's not one problem. There's not one. There's, if you add up everything's going on in your life, he's enough to fix it right here in this service tonight. I believe I'm right. I believe I'm right. I'm talking about he just goes on to the other end, raises them from the dead to show us there's nothing that he can't help. Five minutes, five minutes in a Holy Ghost filled service will do more for us and our families than a lifetime of anything else. I believe I'm right. I believe I'm right. Soothes, listen, he soothes a desperate mother. Amen. She's buried everybody in her family now. She's got as much, as much folks on the other side in heaven as she does on earth now. I'm talking about a heavy burden, friend. Amen. There's been times I've watched walking a church, pastoring a good crowd, watch them walk in with the burdens of this world on them. And I mean, just this God, just, it's like God was looking for them. Amen. If you know him, he knows you. He knows you here tonight. He knows, hey, the preacher may not know, but he knows what you're going through. I'm saved tonight because he saw me coming. Amen. I'm saved tonight. But notice this in verses 18, and I'm hurrying, verse 18 through verse number 28. He not only strengthens a disabled servant and soothes this, this desperate mother, I would say, but, but he settles the doubts of the saints. Now, here's uh, John the Baptist, and uh, he's uh, as faithful a man as they've ever been. Matter of fact, the Lord said that he's never a man born of woman any greater than John the Baptist. That tells me something. John's found doubting here in jail. He's about to be behead, about to be killed, and and um, he's starting the devil. I guess is just messing with his mind, and he's saying, he's saying this thing's not real. If it was, you wouldn't be under what you're under, and if the Lord was real and He loved you, you wouldn't be carrying everything that you're carrying. And you probably you look like you might have heard that old old Slewfoot's voice every now and again. But he's there and he's beat down and he's doubting. Now that tells me if John can doubt, friend, you've never reached a pinnacle. You've never reached a pinnacle that you won't find yourself doubting sometimes. 
Amen. Amen. We all look right tonight, but I bet behind the ties and behind the dresses, there's some times you and I doubt. There's some times when we don't know if we're going to make it, and, and the devil tries to tell us it's not real. Amen. But then you walk into service like this. Amen. I'm talking about God from another world. Pay us a divine visitation. Now, he's been here all the, the whole time. I like what one writer said. It's not, he's been here the whole time, but when he shows you he's here is a divine visitation. I'm talking about a manifestation of the power of God. We'll settle any doubts you got. Amen. There's been times we've all went to church and wonder whether we're going to make it or not. And the Holy Ghost of God show up. This preacher lives, lives to get in his presence. That's all I have going for me. Amen. That's all I have going. For 20 years, I've tried to do right when nobody's looking. You know, that is what we are. Did you notice everybody in the Bible that got in his presence was changed? Everybody that saved got changed. Can I, can I elaborate on that before I sit down? That means when you get saved, he saves you from your drinking. Saves you from your cursing. He'll save you from running down the brethren. He'll take alcohol out of your life. He'll take, amen. He changes you. He changes you. That's how you know you've been in his presence. You leave different, amen. You go back home a different way, praise God. Amen. Needing to talk to me about being saved if he ain't never saved you from his sin. Amen. That's right. Amen. Jesus ain't never left one drunk. He ain't never saved one Baptist drunk and left him a drunk. Everywhere in your New Testament Bible, everybody Jesus saved was different. And if you get in his presence and it's real, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. Amen. It'll change your life. Can you imagine this? And I'm done. Here's John the Baptist. And he's there and he's wondering. He's wondering if this thing's real. He's wondering so much he had two of his disciples come over and he said, he said listen, will you go ask him? Is he the one that's come? Or should we look for another? Is he the Christ or should we look for another? I'm talking about a man. Now he knew that Jesus was who he was before he, before he was ever born. Amen. Amen. He's still in the womb and done more shouting than most of us will do in a lifetime. He shouted before, more before he's born. Most Baptists I know. Matter of fact, I said this last night at Love Valley, but he was, it was more than a fetus. The Bible said he leaped when he heard. Amen. That's exactly right. Amen. He knew it. He knew it. Hey, what, what gets us doubting most of the time? We know. We know what's going on. We know it's just the old devil. And the Lord sent him back word, and I'm done. The Lord said, see, when you get in his presence, he'll send you a word. Matter of fact, I can trace it. About everywhere he went, he sent a word. And we're getting the same word, friend. It's just as powerful tonight as when he called Lazarus out of the tomb. We're getting the same word. Amen. Same word that woman with the issue of blood got. We're getting that same word tonight. When that preacher says open your Bible, we're getting the same word. Amen. Called us out of darkness in the light. Amen. Same word. Jesus said you go tell him. You go tell him the blinds are seeing. You go tell him. Amen. The cripples walking. And all them poor people like us tonight, we're getting the gospel preached to him. Amen. Amen. And I believe them men heard this when they went over the hill. Jesus turned around to that crowd and said, there's never been one born of a woman any better than old John the Baptist. I believe it got there and said, John, they said, hey. They said, he said not to worry about it. He said, don't look for nobody else. 
He told me to tell you, don't look for nobody else. He's, he's the one. He's the one. He told me to tell you, you know that blind man sitting down there in that little bucket? Well, he flowed the bucket down, went into the town, talking about how blue the sky was. Hey, you know that woman with the issue of blood? Amen. Well, she's fine now. Amen. Matter of fact, you know this, this woman having his funeral over here in Luke chapter 7? Well, we just sent the flyer back, praise God. He got up. Amen. I believe old John turned around and said, Hallelujah, thank you for a word from God. Amen. Listen to me. There's nothing like a divine visitation from God. Amen. It'll get you from point A to point B. It'll get, amen. It'll help your family. Listen to me. Listen to me. Just in this text, he raised that young boy from the dead. Amen. What was his problem? His problem was the same problem sinner's problem is today. Dead. He's dead. He had a dead daddy. Look out now. He's going the same place his dead daddy went. It'd help us check up, Daddy. Amen. Amen. No, we're saved tonight. Hey, just a few minutes in the presence of God. His world got changed. Amen. 25 years ago. This is my anniversary every time I come down here. 25. I forgot to tell you that 25 years ago this week, this week I got saved by the grace of God. Hey, since I got, since I got in his presence, he made me a divine visit. My daddy got saved. My mama got saved. But my sister got saved. Amen. My wife got saved. My neighbors got saved. My neighbor's kids got saved. My young'uns got saved. You want me to keep going? Amen. Amen. I got my daddy's brother got saved. Amen. My daddy's sister got saved. Hallelujah. Listen to me. They wasn't a field back within 40 miles of me ever been saved when I got saved. Amen. God helped us. You know what he done? He showed up in my life on purpose. He showed up in my life. That's what he's going to do tonight. Can I ask you to do something? Don't never get so spiritual that you think you don't need help from God. Amen. You're never going to reach a pinnacle that you don't, you don't you're never going to reach a plateau that you're going to get to a place where you don't need to get somewhere and get in his presence. I believe I'm right about that. I've been through some things since the last time I've been here that what got me through was the Lord of glory showing up. Amen. I've learned how much I need him. I'll tell you something else I told him. I'm waiting, I'm waiting, Brother Morgan, for God to do something real special that I've been asking him to do. Real special. It's real heavy on my heart. It's been heavy everywhere I went. Out of the abundance of the heart, to mouth speaking. But I told him, I told him on the way down here praying, I said, if you don't do it, I'm still going to serve you. I want you to know, I'm like that woman, that, that Syrophoenician woman in Matthew chapter 15. He, she, he, he called her a dog. He told her no three times, and the Bible said, and she came and worshiped him. She said, if you don't save my daughter, if you don't never, if my daughter goes to hell, you're all I got. You're still the best thing that's ever happened to me. That's what she said. Amen. Hallelujah. He may, hey, listen, I'm not asking you do you got enough faith to serve him if he gives you what, he, what you want. But do we love him enough if he says no, if we never get it? He's still all I got. I got, no, I got nothing to go back to, friend. I got nothing to go back to. Amen. I think I'll just stay with him. Amen. Just stay with him. Keep on going. Amen. Till we get to heaven. Praise God. Divine visitation from the Lord. I don't know what you brought in here, but I know from reading this story, he's enough. 
You add up all your problems and he's enough. You, you agree with me? I've watched God do some miracles around here. Amen. Amen. He's very faithful. Thank you for letting me preach tonight. God bless you. Amen.